This is the Adult Explore the Bible Weekly Leader Training Podcast. This podcast is designed to help teachers prepare to lead a Bible study group using LifeWay's Explore the Bible adult resources. Each week, we review the Bible passage for that week's study, examine some questions teachers may face, and give some teaching tips along the way. During the spring of 2023, we're studying chapters 12 through 21 of John. And I'm Dwayne McCurry, your host, and Amber Vaden is our co-host. Amber, glad to have you with us today, joining us again. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. It is good to be here. Amber is the new team leader for Adult Explore the Bible, so we are excited to see her in that role. And we're being joined by Tim Pollard. Tim gives leadership to the, to the kids team that puts together Explore the Bible Kids. So, Tim, thank you for being with us today as well. My pleasure as always. We're going to be looking at session four. We're looking at John chapter 14, verses 16 through 29. And the title of the lesson is Peace I Leave. Uh, the outline follows these three points, the counselor, the teacher, and the peace. The counselor, verses 16 through 21. In those verses, Jesus promised to ask the Father to give believers the counselor, the Holy Spirit who would be present in them, identifying them as children of God. Jesus reminded the disciples that they would live because he lived in the presence of the Father. Keeping Jesus's commands would be an outward demonstration that a person loves Jesus. The main point for us is that believers have peace knowing that the Holy Spirit is with them. That's a big theme in this part of John about peace uh, that the believer has because of uh, their commitment to Jesus. The second point, the teacher looks at John 14 verses 23 through 26. In response to a question by one of the disciples, Jesus reminded them that love for Jesus was seen in obedience to him. He pointed to the father loving them and dwelling with them. Jesus explained that the Holy Spirit would teach and remind them of the truth taught by Jesus. The main point for us is that believers can understand God's truth and act on them. The last section, the peace, looks at verses 27 through 29. In these verses, Jesus taught that he gave his followers peace. Therefore, they did not need to be troubled or frightened. The disciples should rejoice that Jesus was returning to the Father, knowing he would return for them as well. Jesus emphasized that the time of death was near, but that the ruler of the world had no power over him. Instead, Jesus was demonstrating his love for the Father by dying on a cross. The main point for us is that believers can demonstrate their love for God by obedience to him. A lot of different things in here for us to talk about. We've got key idea here with the Holy Spirit, peace that God gives us, peace that comes through salvation. Um, one thing I want to remind our listeners of out there is that we'll be looking at the Holy Spirit again during session seven. So you want to be careful when you're planning this lesson to make sure you don't present everything you know about the Holy Spirit here in session four, because if you do, then when you get to session seven, you're going to be repeating yourself. So that's one of the ideas, one of the reasons that we're focusing on peace at this point, as opposed to just the Holy Spirit, because we will deal more with the work of the Holy Spirit a little bit later on. 
I say that, and then my first question, Tim, is going to be about the Holy Spirit living in us right off the bat. Um, him living with, in us, abiding in us. Um, there's the question of who is you in this passage? Is he talking about just the 12? Or is he talking about more than the 12 when he's re referencing the Holy Spirit abiding in you and the timing of this? Can, can you help us think through some of those issues here? Sure, I can I can do my best. Um, so one of the things um, that I think about when you talk about the Holy Spirit living in you and abiding in you, uh, and when does that happen? Um, obviously, for modern day believers, that happens at um, the moment of faith. So when we trust Christ as Savior and Lord, then we are indwelled with the Holy Spirit. But during that time, the... Um, the Holy Spirit came on certain people at certain times. Um, and we know that in the context where Jesus is talking, obviously when Christ died on the cross, the Holy Spirit didn't come immediately. It wasn't until the time of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came upon the believers um, at that time. And then specifically to people through their salvation experiences uh, beyond that. So, um, I think it's, it's different in the context that Jesus is talking, but it, in today's application and the way that we apply this in our context is that the Holy Spirit obviously does come and lives inside of us and abides with us, uh, at the moment of salvation. So, and we forget sometimes that this passage was stated within 24 hours of Jesus's death. Exactly. So th that's. Uh, important for us to keep in mind um, th mm -hmm. that the, the time perspective we don't always remember when we read scripture it seems mm -hmm. like at least I don't that may be I may be talking for assuming everybody else is that way <laughs> yeah. no. uh, well we have another question how is peace related to the Holy Spirit well, I think that's a very interesting question considering specifically what Dwayne just said about <laughs> the fact that Jesus is making these statements within 24 hours of his death. Yes. And Christ knows exactly what's about to happen. And uh, he still is exuding that peace from the Holy Spirit. Um, so, you know, obviously with his relationship to the Trinity, uh, the God, God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Spirit, um, he, he is experiencing that peace. But the same peace is available to us. Um, Dwayne mentioned, you know, I lead the team that teaches kids. And one of the things that we talk about when we talk about the Holy Spirit with kids is that the Holy Spirit um, that lives in us is, is there to, to help to guide us and to give us that peace and to give us comfort and to do all of those things that the Holy Spirit does. And that peace really comes um, through our relationship with Christ uh, because of that special nature, when the Holy Spirit does live in us, then we have peace through Christ. Uh, we have peace through the sacrifice that he made. We have peace through knowing that God is out there working on our behalf to do things that are good for us um, who love him. So, you know, I that is a great explanation. And one one thing I think it might be worth pointing out in our groups is our current use of the word peace um, is, is quite a bit smaller than what I think is really being referred to in this passage. Like we often think, oh, peace is when 
there's no bad news in my family. Everybody I love is healthy and doing well or pieces when there's no conflict or just a lack of problems. But that's, and and obviously that is a wonderful spot to be in and <laughs> gives peace. But really it's more than that. It's, it's a, it's a larger idea. Um, the Hebrew word for peace is shalom and it carries the idea of good health but also security, emotional stability, peace of mind, overall well-being. It's it's really greater. Last night, I got a phone call from a friend who had received bad news, uh, bad health diagnosis of a family member. And my first thought was, oh, my goodness, this is going to be really difficult and painful uh, because of their relationship is such a close one. I thought they're, they're going to have a hard next several months. Um, but then today we're talking about that the Holy Spirit gives us peace. And so I think, oh, it can it can transcend even unwanted circumstances or difficult <laughs> challenges. It's a, it's a different kind of peace. Well, we, we see that in Paul's life where he says, I've understood how to be content no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I, I am sitting here thinking about the, the comparison between peace and contentment. Mm-hmm. and and that that contentment that paul talks about is just knowing that god is present it's not about the circumstances but it's about being content with the idea that god is here that i'm with god even if whatever else is going on whether i'm and for paul i'm shipwrecked i'm content with a shipwreck <laughs> because yeah. god's here um he's got purpose for me there's a plan for me and no matter what happens i'm still with him and that produced a contentment. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder sometimes if we do a disservice to people by telling people, hey, you accept Christ, you're going to find this, you're going to find that. And we ignore the real benefit, which is you will be assured of the of being in God's presence, of him being with you. And that's the real value. As opposed to, well, you'll gain this, or you'll get, you gain, yes, you gain purpose. Yes, you gain forgiveness. I understand that. But ultimately, it's you have the opportunity and the privilege of being in the presence of your creator. Yes. And that's the real value. That's where real peace comes from. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> you see this idea of, I didn't mean to start preaching, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Dwayne. Yeah. Um, I deal, the book that I'm writing that'll be out in May deals with that subject Uh, one of the issues in in the book is is how we present the gospel to people Uh, the name of the book is farsighted and it looks at how we can create a culture in our Sunday school classes and our churches that fosters reaching out to people who are far from God Hmm. and so it's fresh on my mind right now Um, rejoicing to the father here is presented as a sign of love why is rejoicing to the father a sign of love how is that true well i think that's true because when we rejoice to the father we're really showing god that we trust him more than anything else around us Um, we're relying on god for our peace we're relying on god for our um, you know, our, our daily existence for our circumstances, for everything that's happening in our life. And we're not concerned as much about the things that are happening around us as we are about 
the kingdom of God and doing the things that we need to to help others come to know him. So when we rejoice to God, we are showing that we do truly, truly love him. Mm-hmm. When we are able to rejoice and recognize, okay, the father is 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 doing what he does. He knows what he's doing. He can be trusted. Uh, it's just a recognition of, of that. Yeah, think about what, what you just said there, Amber. Here Jesus is saying, um, rejoice to the father because it's a sign of love. And he is less than 24 hours away from being arrested, placed on a cross and crucified which is really, it's a demonstration of, of love for us, true, but it's also a demonstration of love to the Father. So he's not asking them to do anything he's not about to do. Mm-hmm. And um, he, this is going to sound in, in a weird way, but he celebrated his death uh, as an act of rejoicing in the Father. That's mm-hmm. a hard thing for us to comprehend. It's a hard thing mm-hmm. for me to think about is celebrating our death as a sign of love to the Father, particularly a death that was as brutal and um, dehumanizing as what Jesus faced. Yeah. Um, so it helps me think through that. One more question we've got for you, Tim, is Muslims believe that Muhammad is the comforter. How can we respond or help folks in our class respond particularly with um, uh, Islam uh, and Muslim beliefs starting to be more known in our world today? Well, um, one of the things that I would say is just look at the text and what is the text? (laughs) What does the text really say? And all of the references that Jesus is using to um, direct his listeners to the Holy Spirit are really about a non-human entity. Um, So he's talking about the spirit living inside of you. Obviously, that's not something that a human could do. Uh, They can't indwell you and do those things. He talks about the spirit obviously being a spirit. Um, It is, it's not something that is corporal that you can uh, touch and feel and see. So, um, I mean, basically, you know, none of the descriptions that Jesus gives about the Holy Spirit are in reference to a human person. Um, so clearly he couldn't have been talking about a future to come human. Uh, he was talking about uh, the the Holy Spirit uh, being a spirit and living inside of us. The Bible skill for this lesson directs us to compare John 14, 27 to Matthew 10, 34 through 39. And then it asks the question of how do we reconcile these statements? And then to reflect on how loving Jesus relates to receiving Jesus's peace, which is what we see in John 14, 27. And then the conflict believers may experience with unbelievers. Then the Bible skill directs us and encourages us to write a prayer expressing our love for Christ and asking him to manifest his peace in our lives. One thing that you may want to do when you're preparing to lead this Bible study time with your group is use that Bible skill to conclude the lesson time. It's suggested to be used when you're looking at that last section of 
uh, the outline verses 27 through 29, but instead you may want to do it at the very end, review the summary statements, then have them do the comparison between the Matthew 14, 27 and excuse me, John 14, 27 and Matthew 10, uh, 34 through 39, help them work through that. Then ask him to write the prayer. After they've written the prayer, you could either close in a time of silent prayer where they pray their prayers to God. You could ask volunteers to lead or share during that time and let them voice their prayers. You could pair them up in, in to, with partners and let them have a prayer time at that point uh, with two or three people, depending on the size of your group. Uh, that would be a way to use that Bible skill to conclude the lesson and help them move forward in thinking about how they express uh, their need for peace in their life and how Christ can provide it. Any other ideas, thoughts, or tips that we may need to share with our listeners today? So uh, there's one uh leader tip that could be a good idea, good option for some groups. Uh, one way to open up or introduce this session uh, as the leader before your, before your group gathering, look around your home and pick up something that gives you comfort. It might be your favorite coffee mug or to-go cup that keeps your coffee hot, uh, maybe a favorite pillow, or um, it could even be like an audio clip of rain or the ocean um, for those who, who enjoy uh, sounds. So consider finding or gathering an object that brings you comfort and take that to your group. Uh, and just as an alternate way to open up the class, share it and invite others to share what what item or object in their home brings them comfort? What do they um, What do they go for uh, and and depend on? And that's just a tiny, small, um, small way to look at and kind of introduce the concept of comfort um, and that we need comfort every day and much, much more than our favorite coffee mug. The Lord has provided for that need um, for us at, at all times, and we can depend on Him for that. Well, Amber, thanks for sharing that, that idea. I can see how that would be a great way to start this lesson, particularly when we're thinking about peace and the peace that Christ provides us. Any other things we need to share with our folks before we go today? Yeah, before we go, let me remind you about Leader Extra. We identify a current news event and describe a way of using that news story to introduce and conclude the group time. So it's a teaching option, a creative idea. Uh, it's optional, depends on if you think it would work well in your context. The Leader Extra is free, and you can find these ideas on the Explore the Bible website. Uh, go into your web browser, goexplorethebible.com slash forward slash Leader Extras. That's where you'll find those. Thank you for that reminder, uh, Amber. Next week, Mike Livingston will be joining Amber and myself, we'll be looking at session five, John chapter 15, one through 17. We'll be looking at the idea that Jesus is the source of life and spiritual growth. Mm -hmm.